Try, otherwise I'll just switch. One more the cry. Oh, maybe I'll just. One more cry. Content catch up. For friends and enemies, what the hell is going on? It's Michael here again. Uh, welcome to another episode of Content Catch Up. I'm joined as always by my good friend and colleague, Julian. How are you? What's going on? Happy, happy week of whatever. It's nearly April. Jesus, it's gone quick. Yeah, God. That means the April Fool's content's going to start coming out. Oh, I wonder if that's going to be a good or bad episode. Do we do we have um any early... I reckon the AFL's going to do something stupid. They always do like well, horror I mean, trade weeks or something like that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's always interesting to see what people come up with. I think everything's sort of expected. Nothing, nothing too original, but hey... We might be surprised. I might be surprised. Um, otherwise, everything's going well. Good good weekend. Um, lovely weather. Birds are chirping. Sun's shining. <laughs> you can tell you've got nothing really to talk about. <laughs> Just pass it on to me. <laughs> no, no. I've got to have sun, my airtime. Sun's time. good out there. Airtime. Airtime. No, everything going well. Um, what about you? Your vitamin D levels. Uh, vitamin D's through. I actually, I was out this morning and I've got a sock tan already. So, uh, no. yeah, yeah, it's going well. How is that? Um, uh, no, this morning was our footy training uh, at the oh, your pub footy pub training. footy league. Shout out Labour in Pain. Um, that's a team name. Touched on that the other week. Yeah, uh, round one coming up. So we're getting getting pretty serious. Um, it's a nice snap of me on their Instagram. I just saw pipes are out. Really? Yeah, looking. Can good. we show it? Nah, no, we can't show it. No, nah, I'm gonna give it a post. Actually, I wanna, I wanna have a look at that. Um, and where are you shot. lining up? I, this team? I will be lining up. Um, hopefully somewhere that avoids all defensive responsibility and uh, only one way running. I don't, I don't, okay. do, I don't do two ways. Um, that's your specialty. That's, that's my specialty. Get into empty space and don't have any accountability. Um, what about you? You had a, um, you had a boys' weekend, didn't you? Yeah, a bit of a lads, 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 lads weekend. And by that, I don't mean social life. I mean my dogs. Yeah. Um, Brad and Reggie, yeah, well, look, we had a wild weekend together. A um, lot of mischief. I'm not going to talk about it on here, but, <laughs> um, yeah, things happened. Let me tell you that. To mischief as in we need to call the RSPCA or we, we're all good? No, we're fine. They're, okay. they're both still alive. Brad, Brad's currently, if you looked at our Instagram story listeners today, Brad's currently hiding um, in the in my studio, the back room, because he's scared of a fly. Um, scared boy. There's one one single fly. Um, he's got issues. Would, would be no good as together. a guard dog, would he? He's all right. He's just he's yappy, so he's actually yeah. not bad. But um, yeah, no, my good weekend was good though. Um, yeah, Elise is back, so house <laughs> is working. Again? <laughs> not, not, not too good though, Elise. Don't worry. It wasn't great from what no, I've heard. <laughs> no, no. Miss you. I heard the hard go from it. Yeah. I heard all three boys were crying over the weekend. Nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. In sync. Mm. Anyway. Big week in Australian. Uh, enough about us. Big week in Australian sports. Huge week in general. I think it's safe to say. Um, yeah. 
So we kick it off from the top. What do you what do you want to talk about first? It's a bit of a bit of a footy. I think there's only one thing to talk about, and forgive us for anyone who's not that interested in AFL, but you're going to have to join in the celebration of Lance Buddy Franklin's 1,000th career goal over the weekend, and everything well, that we saw come out from that. I'd like to fight you on it because my second bit of content is probably more notable. Oh, yeah. Equal notable or more notable on what to talk about, but anyway. Okay. Well, we're kicking off with this anyway because that's that's <laughs> what we decided. Fight, yeah. yeah, just want to fight. Yeah, f- fair enough. Um, so, Lance, what an achievement. Great. Like, for those who don't really watch um, AFL. Well, um, give us the background. The background of it is probably in in this form of the game is the way the game has evolved. Um, you don't typically have forwards that kick – a thousand goals anymore. Um, they'll probably kick, you know, maximum five hundred in their career over a ten-year time, like fifty-goal average a year for a key forward. Whereas Lance Franklin entering his, what, like, whatever how many years he's been playing, has now kicked a thousand. Averages three goals a game. Um, joins an elusive club of only six or so players that have ever done it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was one for the one for the footy. History books, I suppose. Um, and there were scenes at the SCG, as, as is the tradition when someone reaches a milestone goal, the, the crowd swarmed to the field, which is a whole other talking point of <laughs> madness, uh, oh, absolute madness. anxiety. Um, but yes, that, that's what we're, we're going off this week. Um, and Bucks, I have exclusive insight. I sound like Tom Brown as to. Some graphics that didn't get used um, for Buddy's wow thousandth goal. Yeah, um, so we'll open up the first that's one. Huge. Open up the first one there. Um, Is this the one? That's the one there. So a nice design, and these are all done. Um, shout out to our good friend Frankie Holzer, um, who has made these graphics. He used to work at the Swans. I'd, I'm not sure what the arrangement is there. He might have just freelanced for them and, and done some work while there. They needed it. I was going to say, I thought he was a Hawks. I thought he was it's actually with Hawks. Actually, the Melbourne Storm now. Um, oh, fucking can't yeah, keep up with. Can't keep up. But this is the, the graphic that they put out and, you know, look at it. It's it's a great tribute to, to Buddy over the year. I think it's like if you're a football fan, you can see the progression of Buddy as he is as a player and that last one in the far background throwing homage to his, his time at the Hawks. So – really historically yet still simple graphic like there's nothing too crazy about it you say it's just like a nice piece of memorabilia it's yep. really well done um but i have the cutting room floor version are we ready to roll to that yeah we are i'll, I'll, I'll put it up in one second i want you to talk us through why it wasn't used as well like what what do you do you actually have the insight i have the insight i have the insight one get up over yep. the other? okay so okay let me just grab it grab it and we'll We'll have a look at it. And thank you again to Frankie for Boom. sending this through. So now we've got, um, yeah, this one in front of us. So a lot simpler, a lot cleaner, white background instead of the- I like it more ring. instantly. Yes. Uh, that's my. That's what I said to <laughs> him as well. I mean- They're both great. Same designer, so it's yeah. not really offending. Both great pieces of work, but looking at this one, it's just like it pops a little more. I feel like it stands yeah. out. And I don't know if it's the white background or the- the bigger um, use of Buddy's imagery in this, um, 
for those for those just listening and not and not following along on YouTube. So the two graphics, one has a, a collection of Buddy throughout the ages. So like from his time at the Hawks and then um, to his most recent time at the Swans, um, probably five or so images with a big 1,000 goals text at the end of it. Um, and the alternative is a white background with a two just two pictures of Buddy, um, a really celebrate celebratory shot, and then um, just one of him kicking as well. Um, so I, I agree with you, Bucks. I think the the white one, the the non use one, is mm-hmm. is slightly so more. Happened? I think from my understanding, they wanted to show more of Buddy's history, so he's like they wanted to have a celebration of his journey to a thousand goals rather than just um one one shot of it that's fair but i think yeah. you could um putting my designer hat on surely you could add like i'm just looking at this now even that same hawks imagery or you could find a hawks one that exact same pose and sort of put it smaller in front of him or i don't know it looks like you could still use it because this one is definitely more attention grabbing yeah I'm and, and maybe designers asshole but <laughs> You're not a designer's asshole. What? Yeah, I haven't heard of that. No, I think you just made it up. I think it's a saying. No, I think it's a saying with other stuff. You don't typically use it with designer's asshole, but it's when you're saying you're not anywhere close to what you're talking about. Anyway, it's, you know, a saying. Anyway, you're older than me. You're meant to know. (laughs) I think you're just making shit up now. Well, I'm not your asshole, so I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I just thought... We, we always chat about stuff that doesn't get used um, and I was lucky enough to to have this version so I thought I'd share it with everyone and again thanks to Frankie to for sending it through but it, it shows again like it's it's never the f- first version that gets up is it it's always second or third mm. um, iterations it, of something it is interesting though yeah because I think I think it I think it definitely shows that for each especially these bigger graphics, It'd be it's interesting to have like all the let's say three options that they probably had that they had to choose from and why one got up over the other. But yeah, I get I get the journey bit, but um, yeah, I definitely prefer the other one. But anyway, <laughs> good find, good good contacts, Jules. Thank sources. you. Sources, sources, connections, networking, mergers and acquisitions. Exactly. Did we want to quickly touch on the? Um, swarming of Buddy on the field. How bloody uncomfortable would that be? So, again, if you're not sure what happens, as Jules touched on, literally everybody from the crowd just swarms Buddy Franklin onto the ground. and it's you, fucked. You, 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 yeah, you don't want to be claustrophobic. And he handled it like a champ and not like... Not like I'm champing, but an actual <laughs> champ. He was, he was <laughs> embracing and celebrating, but... I'm just thinking, like, I wonder if he regrets being so good at footy because that'd be bloody uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I, um, I think it was a nice moment, and I think he enjoyed it at the start. But it went on for so long, like early egg of the week. Yeah. Sydney's yeah. security guards, like, how the fuck did they not know that that was going to happen and be more prepared no, for it? I'm, I want to fight you again. I don't think you can do anything. I disagree. What, what could you possibly do? I disagree. But, or you want to. What do you want to see? You want to employ literally probably 500 security guards? So, well, Thousand? yeah. Well, wouldn't you to protect someone? like? <laughs> I, if you're going to make the decision to do that, that's how many you'd have to have. And I think you'd get way more negativity than it probably needs. It, it's probably ruining it a bit. I, I don't think you need 500. Um, you might not remember this because you're a baby, but when um, – 
Tony Lockett kicked his <laughs> 1300th goal, which is an AFL record, I'm pretty sure. Um, the security guards were kind of already on the field as he was lining up. So they were ahead of everyone that was going to rush in and they managed to beat everyone else to Tony Lockett and they formed like a huddle around him. So that way, like even as people were coming in, yes, the crush and all that still happens, but Plugger had like this ring around him that could then shift in any direction and like push out rather than just buddy by himself. So no, they've seen it be done before. I agree on that part. But on the actual running out of the field, I thought you meant you want security oh, to stop no, no, people no. running out of the Yeah. No, but, sorry. But I think that's a good point because I think, I think you need that moment. But there were times during all that chaos that was happening where I was just looking at I'm like, this is like seconds or minutes away of a couple of five or ten people taking it too far and all of a sudden Buddy's on the ground. Because I yeah. thought he was going to get pushed over at a couple of points. I think it did go a bit t- far, but there was someone from the Swan security, I think the bloke in the white hat, he I did a very good job. Apparently he wasn't even security. Apparently he was just a yeah, punter that was just I like. Twitter on this. Yeah. I think, I, I don't think he's security. I think he had something to do with the club. Yeah. Because people were like saying he was um, there pregame or whatever. Yeah. With the Swan. So oh, he had something to do with the club, but. Um, very uncomfortable I'd, to watch. Yeah, I'd I'd love to know what um especially like the Americans would think of that because that's that's like we're talking about the college madness. Like, yeah. if you saw scenes of that, that's that's up there. It's a professional sport, and you've got yeah. thirty thousand people on the field. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you got to let them loose a bit. But I, on the back of this, I wanted to um a couple of things that we'll quickly go through. Curious, did you see what Buddy Franklin himself put up to something? No, I haven't seen it. Let's uh let's have a look. So he's um he's been paying attention to Edwin, social sandwich. <laughs> he's all about his reels. Yeah, reels. Buddy's if, been listening, Edwin. I wonder if Edwin's got it. Um So I <laughs> I'm applauding the thought here, but I need someone to help him with the execution. Watch <laughs> <laughs> these bursts. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh, oh. What's oh, happening? Oh, no. What's going on? Really great thought, but I need I need Buddy to get someone from the content side of things to put this in a crisp reel. Yeah, we need Edwin. So many. Oh, so come on, Michelle, yeah, if you're so listening, you, help him. He needs help, but um, it's just a burst of the the moment. So really good idea from Buddy, whoever wanted to post it. A burst of the actual uh, shot of goal happening, all the celebrations, and then he goes into the post game locker room scenes as well so it's really cool but the the size and the flow on of the the burst of photos i think i got a seizure from just watching it so it's probably not the best executed um and he put a tune over it so he's about the reels he wants to um maybe maybe he actually paid edwin for a session before this (laughs) this does look like edwin's work so um (laughs) <laughs> shit house shit house fuck um, him he always pops um, out shit house yeah true that's his brand um few twitter twitter tings have put on the schedule so mm. during all this chaos of people running onto the floor i'm not sure if you saw this but a couple of sydney players <laughs> um actually actually got lost well actually there were some that got lost in the sands and then th- this is a tweet that um amongst the mayhem last night two swans players ended outside the stadium yeah unreal um, Had to buy a ticket to get back in, did they? <laughs> Do you have your membership oh, on you? <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. Um, 
Second one, quickly. I forgot what this one was actually. Suspense is killing me. It's Gordon. Oh, the um, it's Gordon. Gordon oh, the umpire. How's the dedication to the craft here from the umpires? Uh, there's this real blurry screenshot of everyone sprinting towards Lance Franklin, and then the umpire's just full professional. He's done the signal. Um, who cares what's happening in front of you? So a bit of a boss to that that umpire, I reckon. Stick I, to the job. I wonder if our friend, um, friend of the show, Lockie Rayner, would would stick to his job or whether he'd just sprint <laughs> off. Like, nah, True. fuck this, I'm out. He'd run in. Bit of a nothing, maybe. Um, um, I've got another question for you around this. Um, yes. Friend of the show, Tom Robertson, uh, tweeted something out saying, how good would it have been um, if the clubs could be on the sideline to capture that moment for club media as opposed to mm-hmm. having to rely on fan vision, basically, so people posting TikToks, Snapchats, Instagram stories. Um, I've got my thoughts on it, but I, I want to get your opinion. What do you What do you think on that take? So, just the sidelines, or you oh. saying video camera person sprinting out to Buddy? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so, so either sidelines or like being able to basically be a broadcaster type, be on on the field for that moment. Oh. I think it's the same as like I was actually about to bring up. We'll speak up Michael Wilson in a minute because yeah. um, he's incredible what he does, photographer, AFL photographer. But I think it's similar to that. That like my initial instinct was, is it is it sort of putting staff in harm's way? Mm. Like you're sort of asking for trouble there. I do get his point though because I think it would be cool. But at the same time, I did see this tweet and I think somebody responded that the the fan vision is sort of what makes it. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm just trying to actually vision or imagine what the camera angle Tom's talking about would look like because mm. I'm not sure if he'd see much. I think it'd be cool. So I, I, I personally wouldn't see any issue in doing it apart from possibly putting your staff in harm's way over the public, but you're sending freelance photographers out there. So yeah, I, I um, what do you think? I kind of, I kind of agree with you on both points. I think like the, the excitement from the, the crowd is way more like the rawness of it. Like, piecing together yeah. everyone coming from like several different angles to swarm buddy like that one in slow mode that i think we're all kind of talking about that kid running out and tiktok tiktok and then next minute he's with yeah. buddy i think like that is almost 10 times better than anything like really crisp and like um mm. professionally done again the rawness of it is just so exciting like you you are you are risking not getting that but Fuck it. And like this day and age, you're bound to get something. And I like, I, I, think- I wouldn't feel comfortable putting myself in that situation, like trying to run out with a camera and like mm. get it. Um, it's like a mosh, it'd be like yeah, a mosh pit. It would have been worse. It would have been so worse, much worse. Yeah. There's just no Not respect for anyone. A mosh pit. Yeah, rock on, dude. <laughs> Nolly, man. Nolly, dude. Nolly. I, I do. There is part of me that thinks if you're comfortable out there and you think you could get something worthwhile, then go nuts. Yeah. There is part of me that thinks that, but yeah, it's an, it's an interesting one. It's, it's probably one of those things that it's only going to happen once. So yeah, you, I think it could be worth worthwhile yeah. if AFL ticked it off, but yeah. Um, massive shout out to Michael Wilson, Jules. I just wanted to bring it up. Um, he doesn't miss. So he just doesn't miss. 
He just doesn't miss. Hey, Chief, what is he? Chief AFL photographer or whatever his title of, but he's he's an amazing photographer um, that mainly works in the AFL um, space, but he got the shot that probably everybody's talking about of Buddy celebrating uh, with the fans and just taking into the actual logistics of it. Not that I know, but I think that shot, if you missed it, that's that's everything. Like I imagine, I, I'm actually not sure if they send photographers up who are based in certain states to other games. I think they do normally, but mm. like that would literally be your one main brief, right? Like yeah. to get that shot, get that to get shot, that moment, yeah. to put your body in harm's way of the public, and he nailed it. I like I don't know how many photos that again cutting room floor stuff. Yeah, I wonder how many photos we didn't see, but that one shot that we've all seen, it's incredible. So I just wanted to raise and give him. Major props. Major props. Shut up. We need to get Michael Wilson on the show, I reckon. How do we make that happen? You can land it. Fuck it. Yeah. We'll try it. Um, I agree, though. Like, that that was the one photo that he wanted. Are you going to show it? Are we going to have a look or not? (laughs) I didn't have it. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you going to say? We'll find it. Um, Yeah, I think that's the one... They they don't send what what's the saying? You don't send like a Holden to a, a F one race, do you? Like <laughs> here I am trying to think of sayings earlier on. Oh, fucking, you said you, you, I'm not your dad's well, asshole the- or something. <laughs> it's it's not photographer's asshole. Here it is in a slider. I'll yeah. just go to the other one. It's a bit easier. easier uh, to we can one. speak of aspect ratios. That oh fucking Edwin is about, aspect um, ratios. Yeah, it's this just is the shot that he's edited, shot, obviously, it? but yeah, that's unreal. It's pretty, it's yeah. pretty cool. I'd but, love to, as I say, I'd love to see everything else. But. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's and it. He's never lost on the privilege of his role, which is nice from yeah. Michael. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's it on the buddy talk. Yeah, I think that's enough, enough said. But um, buddy, brilliant. Buddy Al, buddy, brilliant. What Very have funny. you got um, next, Sparks? So, well, second part to this week that I was I was claiming to be bigger than the buddy thing or equal in terms of Australian sports landscape was Ash Barty retiring. Unreal. So right. Yeah, it'd be hilarious if you somehow didn't hear of that. And this was me breaking the news. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought of that. Like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, a bit of a surprise. Obviously, I think to, to most people, it'd be interesting what she does next. But I wanted to talk about the way she did it. So, mm. um, basically organized her own interview from from watching it so rather than going to an out, uh, external media outlet and choosing a way to announce your retirement she did it with her good friend uh, was it casey casey delacqua delacqua that's the one um and basically took the retirement interview in her in her own hands and i'm wondering if that's if we're going to see more of that we saw it we saw it with Andrew Bogut when he launched his podcast. He sucks. Let's ago, just talk about him. Yeah, we're not talking about Andrew Bogut. Just relax. But he did it with his podcast. And I want to know, like, do you think we're going to see more of it? Is it going to be like a, a way to sort of wipe out the worries of athletes wondering how media source or media outlets sort of push out content? Like they, they sort of worry about how things are pushed out and titled. Well, do you just eliminate that and do it yourself? That's a that's a very timely discussion because um, I hate to draw it back to AFL, but Sam Doherty, Carlton um, player. Yeah, I did, did think of that. Did a really good feature yeah. with um, Hamish Channel McLaughlin 7. on Channel 7. 
Yeah. And he organised that himself. He went and broke oh, the he? silence himself. Yeah. So I, th- I think um, I think you're going to see more of it. I think you're going to see, especially in this day and age with journalists being more present on social media and obviously players also being more present on social media, they take note of the ones they like and they don't like. Um, mm. So if they want to talk about something and they want to do it in a way that's on their own terms and all this, I think they're going to form those relationships and just go for it. Yeah. No, I agree. But I, because Ash Barty's was not associated with any other external company, right? So I'm talking yeah. more of Sam Doherty organizing oh, an interview okay. with Pardon himself, me. his own camera person, his own, um, like it's through a lates because if he went out and organized yeah. with Channel 7 himself. But like, what if you're, it obviously depends on who you're comfortable yeah. with as well. Like you're saying Hamish, but. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like, do you reckon more people will start to just do it themselves in-house, get get a camera in their lounge room, get a professional setup, but just mm. do it themselves? Maybe. I don't, like, it probably does take a lot of the anxiety out of it for them. Like, you can control mm. whatever you you want. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I think we will. I yeah. think especially maybe, I don't know how much in our landscape, I think you might mm. see it a bit more in, the like, States. my mind, oh, yeah, God forbid LeBron ever retires, but he'll strike me as he'll do something like that. I think yeah. he won't. He won't let anybody else have it. He'll just do, and it could be wild. Like I don't know what else he he might do. Something he might release some sort of NFT or something out there that I don't know. He'll do something different, but I think it will, and I think it's sort of interesting because like you can promote it how you want. You take control. You organize the questions. You you just do it. Yeah. No, I agree, and you're right. Like. It's just the control. For me, it's just the control that you have, and you can surprise people with it, like like Ash Barty did. Um, yeah, there's nobody. Yeah, there's nobody that can get a hold of it because you're not actually involving anybody that yeah. might leak it. No speculation, nothing. Um, yeah. yeah, I also just I really um, rate what Ash Barty has done as like a as an athlete. This is not content related at all, but going out at the top of your game when you feel like you're you've just achieved everything yeah. that you can and like um what's the what's the word like not not losing passion for the game or like what you're doing yeah important lesson yeah like as soon as you start losing passion for something just fucking ask it like well i think i, I get what you're saying but i i think I think it could go both ways as well because, like, you could regain that passion and do even greater things. So I, I do see what you're saying. I think it's part of me completely understands and mm. completely respects it, but then part of me is just like, well, like, imagine how many other things she could do. But you're right. If she doesn't if she doesn't have the passion anymore, then, yeah, maybe well, it's time yeah. for her to go. Also very successful, so I'm sure that helps. Yeah, that would yeah. help. Yeah. Uh, it be interesting what she does next, but congrats, yeah. Ash, if you're listening. Awesome. Um, I've got one more talking point, and I, hopefully it's a quick one. It's something I've Talk. I know talking. Um, also, congratulations, Cohen, on winning your cricket grand final. Winning, yeah, yeah. huge. huge. <laughs> this doesn't make sense to anybody else but no, us. No, yeah, he doesn't even listen to good the show. The show, Cohen. Yeah. Um, yeah, can't be good. Too good a friend if he doesn't. Yeah, listen. wanker. Um, final talking point uh, before we move on to some other stuff that. Something that I always uh, I noticed a bit last year, and I think we've spoken about it, but I've noticed it creeping a bit back in again a little bit more. Um, fans complaining about 
um, athletes doing content when they're not winning. Um, yeah. The what tip have you of, seen this week? The, so Essendon has a podcast with a couple of players on it, um, the Essendon Football Club. Um, they've lost a couple of games in a, in a row and they're still trying to do their content, obviously, like push it out. And I mean, it's two weeks well, into the season. They're complaining about doing a podcast. And they're like, oh, how about you? The typical stuff like, oh, how about you go get a kick before you go on radio and or go on the show and talk or it would be nice if we focus more on footy rather than fun. I'm just it's like, so, it just oh. goes so against what people always cry about, like looking after people's well-being and stuff. But the minute they don't like oh. kick enough points, uh, score enough points against the other team, it's like, I oh, don't do anything. Isn't it? Um, isn't it just like also the the other thing of oh, we want access, we want to know more about our players, we want to do all this, and then yeah, but st- yeah, it's such a good point. It's just yeah. like, ironic and not in a good way. How do you how do you think the best way to deal with that is? Do you think you just push on, or do you think you um, give in and just meet the, no, the needs no, of the crowd? Not, not for not for something like a like especially like a podcast. Like I always think, um, and granted, I've never been in a position to make these calls at like the greater good of the club. But I always think whether the positives outweigh the negatives, and I think that's how I'd base it off. So if mm. you think you're you're generally going to get negative results not just from the odd twitter fan but that it might impact the club like what's best for the club i think um ben talked really well on that on our first live episode about he always goes back to what's best for the club if that if that answer is more negative than positive then yeah you probably got a case not to do it but for this for something like what you're telling about just doing a a club podcast then no like it provides the insight and content that's just like a weekly weekly staple so no, I'd, I'd always push on. Yeah. And it's hard to communicate that to athletes sometimes because they're the ones that are getting slammed. Like, True. But it's if you are... What uh, do, you, do you have... I, I, I agree. Like, uh, it, I'm one for pushing on because I don't think it harms the club by showing having players or, or anyone involved in the inner circle talking about what they're doing and, and showing like, okay, well, we are working hard at this, but we are also well, having them talk in a like sorry a more um, relaxed manner. They they bring up the issues that like oh we know like last week sucks. This is what we've been doing. It's been hard on us, but we're yeah. like working hard. But they do have to have a break, man. Like no one focuses on their job twenty four seven, and it's just fucking ridiculous. I know it's a minority of fans, but like. <clears throat> If you are a person that does that, know that you are hurting everyone else's like chances of mm. listening to some good content. It's also a different angle approach. It's also a good way. Like it's it it can be clever to do the podcast as opposed to getting your players on like Triple M to talk about oh, yeah. loss. Like there is opportunity there is opportunity to go on with a bit of soft messaging. Like it's not like you're going to read out a full on script or press conference, mm. but I reckon it is clever in a way to do it by your own channels and podcasts as opposed to somebody else's. It's that's such a good point as well. It's a much more organic um, response that you get from them rather than the the rehearsed media lines of, oh, yeah, you know, it's yeah. obviously disappointing what's happened, but we're just going to train really hard. We know where we need to improve. Every club comes out and say that. But yeah. when you get that raw response of like, nah, it's been shit and like we know it's been shit, um, we are working on it, but yeah, stick with us. Like, yeah. A bit Especially more if they're talking to a teammate. Yeah. Who, who's going through the same thing, right? Like, 
Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not some radio host hounding them saying no. what, what what went wrong. They're actually talking to the the guy next to them on the the field saying, "Gee, like that was frustrating. Like we need to be better." As yeah. opposed to yeah, the the standard stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's just what I, I um. It's one of my pet peeves because I think it does damage like yeah people's enjoyment of content or whatever it might be. Um. So if you are one of those people, pull your fucking head in. Um, yeah, and speaking of pulling your fucking head in, probably time Essendon do it as well, and they probably should quit their content and everything they do on their socials. Yeah, it's it fucking shit. Well. Terrible. <laughs> speaking of shit, um, I had a shit this morning. <laughs> no, oh, I, yeah, shit gonna, this morning. I, was look, I was looking for a segue. Um, shit I, things equal eggs in our world, don't they? That's yeah, my shit. intro to this week's Eggies. Egg Here we go. Week. Egg of the week. Eggies. And I don't have one, so go on. I've got one. I've got one. I was diving back into the the buddy content. And if you follow us along on Twitter, um, which you probably should be if you're not already, um, we tweeted about this the other the night. Um, so this <laughs> this moment of Buddy kicking his thousandth goal. And the angle that Channel 7 the broadcaster went with is fucking obscured by someone's head. It hurts. Can you imagine it that? Hurts. Oh, yeah. And it's not this person's I, fault, I, right? Like they're just they're mm. just sitting there. They're just enjoying the moment themselves. I this is hard because I think that's a really such a good shot if the person's head's not there. Nobody would give a shit if this person didn't happen to stand up. But then it is on the camera operator. Mm. You would think to work out the rough, um, what do you call it? like the rough view? Yeah, or the or distance above yeah. that where if people do stand up, are they covering it? And you'd think you'd be able to tell that this like it's not like they're gonna put like a chair under where they're standing and then you no. are somehow miraculously higher than you'd expect, but that's yeah, what unfortunate, but egg. That's what one of the um replies to this said is like as a camera operator, you know that this is the most important that you're going to important moment that you're gonna film into the game. And you're going to have to like Make sure that if this shot isn't clear, what's the next option? And that's the person back in the van, like, selecting the shots as well. Like, why wasn't there a backup yeah. option of some other angle, boundary, or whatever it might have been? Um, they've just, yeah. yeah, they've cooked the moment. Not like it. I mean, it's still a great moment, but, like, they've cooked it. It's, yeah, it is hard. Um, I'm just quickly going to um, Roll and Sport is a quite a good yeah, um, very good follow page for memes. Um, they put on Tony Lo- uh, Tony yeah. Lockett's goal with this one. Yeah, <laughs> with, so they've just emulated the person's um, silhouette in front of the goal and just like cherish these, cherish these moments. And it's a screenshot of Lockett kicking his um, thirteen hundred. That's a thousandth goal or thirteen hundredth or whatever with a yeah. massive head in the way. Good follow. Good meme yeah. follow. Shout out. Shout out. Um, yes, no, as I said, no eggs for me, so I apologize. Oh, well, you don't have an egg, but you've gone positive this week and you've gone, but, 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 the week. Exactly. And we're in, with like any good show, we're, we've got a theme this week and it's, <laughs> we're going back to buddy, buddy. this boss of the week is, Back to body, buddy. Uh, this boss of the weeks comes from the opposition player Zach Tui. So, when the goal was kicked, um, there's absolute madness, and a camera angle is found. Zach Tui, as I said, Geelong Cats player. He, at first, 
it was a bit of an egg because he looks like he just hip and shoulders this fan and doesn't give a shit. And it's a very good hit. He like oh, falls don't him blame over. We'll watch it as we're talking. <laughs> so he's getting swarmed. And he levels a guy out. <laughs> <laughs> so he levels a fan out. Um, the fan drops his wallet. And Zach Tui, being the ultimate gentleman, picks up the wallet and apparently, well, you can see him pushing through the crowd a bit here in the video, but apparently he chases him down in amongst the chaos and hands him the wallet back. Yeah. Cats did a... Um, Good man, obviously. Shout out to the cats as well. They did an interview with him afterwards about him. I think like... Oh, did they? Yeah. The other side of this whole buddy thing is the cats content team. Shout out to them um, for just realising that whatever they did to that, like that game, it, it didn't fucking matter. Like I think yeah. their full-time score graphic on their story even had a video of Buddy's goal um, rather than oh, putting anything up. So like that's a probably a very good lesson for um, social media people out there. Just be aware of the moment and if it's bigger than the sport, then just your fans aren't going to care. Yeah. Like yeah. enjoy it. Knowing when to yeah. switch off or, yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good call. Um, I've got a small boss, um, don't need a example, but, um, shout out to a friend of the show, small boss, Ben Lawson. You might remember him from one of our earlier episodes, Essendon Bombers graphic designer. Um, he received some feedback on online for one of his graphics for team selection and how it was hard to read. Um, went back and, and changed it the next week and actually replied to the the person that had said, hey, can you, you change this? And said, yeah, sorry about that. Oh, nice. Um, didn't realise in the the madness of round one how unlegible this was or whatever it was. Uh, fixed it up. Let us know if that's still good. Um, I think that's a very good good way to not be offended by what someone says about your work and um, move on and just realise like if someone – says it in a polite way, probably other people are thinking as well. And it was true, like the graphic was hard to read, um, but they fixed yeah. it up. So good on you, Ben. Yeah, it's good. Especially for something like that, that's probably, um, I don't want to say there's no counter to it, but like if it's if you realise it's hard to read, then it's like, oh, yeah, shit, I'll yeah. fix that and thanks thanks for helping out. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually doubting it, yeah, whatever it might be. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's Essence, my small boss. It's Nice, nice one. Uh, Essendon's graphics are looking incredibly good this season. Not yep. not abnormally good, but um, some of the stuff that they do, just the consistency, I think, with, like, the angles and, like, perspective of the text, like how it looks like it's yep. not on the page or, like, almost three-dimensional, I think it's really cool. Um, definitely leading the way, I think, in uh, graphic design in AFL, or, or top of the chain at least. Yeah. I They're always at the... They always push it, don't they? Of course you'd say that. Oh, God, I fucking love them. Um, <laughs> before, before we wrap up, um, I've got one that I wanted to share with you, Barks, and uh, you didn't know that this was coming, so this is a nice moment fucking for both out. of What's us. What's happening? <laughs> um, we had someone write in, and I, I hope they don't mind me sharing this message, um, friend of the show, Bray, Bray Taylor, um, photos yeah. for Essendon VFL and VFLW at the moment. Um, and, and doing a really good job. Um, he sent this really nice message. Um, I was chatting to him the other day and he said, um, your boy's podcast has played a pretty key part in me getting my foot in the door. I was looking for sports, digi and creative podcast. Your showed up and I thought being Australian, it would have a little bit more relevance. So I gave it a crack. Listened to the episode with Paddy, loved his story and reached out to him just to touch base. 
after a bit of back and forth, he recommended I check out SportsGrad and try out their approach online. That led to some traction in our internship offers. So um, thanks, Bray, for letting us know that. I think um, we talk, sit here and we talk a lot of shit a lot of the time um, and it's fun, but it, it's good to hear that we are actually helping people do something and yeah they're not just listening to us to our mad ramblings every week so appreciate that bray and and patty as well um boys from sports grad do a great job if you if you don't follow along and you are looking for some advice yeah. to actually get into the industry um really good resources over there so make sure you you do you do head over and have a look um we're not i'm i'm personally not great at responding to messages barks you are but if there are any questions for um so budding good. people within the <laughs> inviting people within the industry always feel free to hit us up we are happy to answer them all boxes in any anyway yeah no it's a really good and that's really cool to hear that from bray um as he said i didn't know uh he said that through but bray is a really good example of i've only i've met him once actually at that basketball um mm. theme pran the other times so it was good to meet him in person but really good example of taking on feedback and um not from myself it sounds like a big dog him telling what to do but um, just he's a very quite an open book in terms of wanting to get in the industry and what he's trying to work on, et cetera, et cetera. But um, yeah, and I think he's a good one to sort of refer to when people say try to um, find relationships and connections in in the industry because it does help. Yeah, um, I think he'd be a very big um, example of that. So thanks for listening, Brian. That, that yeah, it's really cool. Um, wish you all the best, big mate. boss to end it. Yeah, wish you all the best. Yeah, and. And the VFLW stuff is looking great. I don't know if he's got a background in design, design but yeah. it looks like Essendon and it looks schmick. Looks good. Schmick. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Anyway, that's Schmicky. enough fucking warm moments for the show. Let's wrap this up. But... <laughs> makes you uncomfortable, doesn't it? Oh, it makes me so yeah, uncomfortable. Let's talk about where, where you want to go in five years. Oh, um, five-year plan. Marriage, right. kids. Shut up. Anyway, that's, a, that's another episode wrapped up um, from us. We are getting a guest. It's coming. We promise. <laughs> Again. Sound like the world's biggest liars. But, oh, fuck them. Like, people should just enjoy listening to us. Like, it's not all about the guests, yeah. is it? It's about the content. And we bring you plenty of bloody content. So um, we'll have a guest in the coming weeks. Um, live episode is still on the cards. We're just working out when it's going to suit that. Um, but as always, thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, you can follow all the madness and see all the examples um, visually by heading to our YouTube channel um, and otherwise follow along on Twitter and Instagram. Shows available via Spotify, Apple, or wherever you enjoy your podcast. Michael Barker, I'm sure you are probably going to be enjoying your week by the time this episode comes out, but I hope you have a lovely start to it anyway. Thank you. That's very warm of you. I think I'm going to have a fantastic week, and I think you are too. I think you're going to really find yourself this week and do find, some amazing things. Going to so. find some zen. It's all about the zen. Good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> Didn't know what to respond. All right, that's enough. Uh, right. Thank you, listeners. Piss off, we'll wankers. Catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Shut up.